Hi, I'm Very Handy. Welcome to PM Excite, the podcast where each week I share ideas and communication tips to help property managers better connect with their clients and enjoy their job more. So guys, I've been missing in action for a few weeks. I'm sorry about that. I was sidelined by a daycare bug. They are so nasty. My grandson kindly shared it with me. And as a result, I had no voice for a week. And then when it finally did come back, I'll get this nasty little tickle in my throat, which would then you know, cause me to cough in a really very distracting way every 10 words I spoke. It wasn't really conducive to recording a podcast episode. But I'm back now, and fingers crossed, the tickle stays away. So let's get into it and see how I go. A few weeks ago, I was listening to a panel of some great property managers providing training to other property managers within their franchise group. It was really quite good, and I love that this company shares their knowledge and and resources amongst their different offices in this way. It's actually a very supportive environment, and, and hats off to them. Now, at the end, there was an opportunity for questions and someone asked what was the best way to deliver bad news to an owner. Now, they were relatively new to the role, I think, and were finding it hard to know what to say. And it's a pretty big and, by the sounds of it, negative reactions from clients. Now, the answers that were provided by those on the panel were not wrong. But from the look on this property manager's, well, she was pretty young, property manager's face, they didn't really provide her with what she was looking for. The responses ranged from eat the frog, don't avoid sharing the news, uh, don't sugarcoat it, just say it how it is, uh, to be sure to confirm your discussion in writing, but make sure you pick up the phone. Now, personally, I think the PM was looking for a a bit more specific advice than what was given to her, which is why I thought I would share in today's episode a simple two-part formula I often suggest property managers use to assist with these big communication moments, or as I like to call them, critical conversations. Because as property managers, there are always going to be times when we have to deliver news to an owner of a property that we're managing that we know is going to upset them. Like it might be that the ceiling in their property has just collapsed or they need to replace the ducted air conditioning unit and it's going to cost $10,000 or even new renters may have been arrested for drug trafficking or even termites might have been discovered in the walls. Like there is an endless list of different scenarios that we may find ourselves in as a property manager where we have to deliver unwelcome and at times really distressing news to someone. Now, I know it shouldn't have to be said, but I will anyway. Please don't pass blame if this is something that could have been prevented by your agency. Nobody enjoys hearing someone throw another person under the bus. And likewise, if it is your fault, fess up, apologize and take responsibility. But if you try to flick past that responsibility, it can end up actually reflecting very badly on you. So, okay, let's have a look at my formula to use when breaking bad news to an owner. It's made up of two steps. Number one, questions to ask myself. And number two, guidance to provide. So let's start with the first step, questions to ask myself. It's nothing fancy, and it actually consists of five quick questions that you ask yourself before you speak with the client, so before you make that phone call. These are very simple, but I find them useful in providing some structure around what you're going to say and the answers 
that you give yourself to these questions, well, they're going to help you provide you and your client with confidence around the situation. So working through these questions, even if it's very quickly, will also allow you to pause a little. So helping to reduce your own anxiety because, you know, basically what you're going to do is um, help, well, the questions are going to help gather your thoughts. So the questions to ask yourself are, what are the legalities? What is the impact? What are their options? What is my recommendation? And what method am I going to use to deliver this news? Now, these questions sound pretty straightforward and you might be like, yeah, I do that anyway. And if you do, that's great. But I found most of us, when we're under pressure or a little nervous, tend to miss one or two of these steps, which is then when we get those over-the-top reactions from clients that we dread. So number one, what are the legalities? Well, basically what we're asking ourselves is, what are the legal implications with what has gone on? And are there clear rules in place that we need to apply? So what are our legal obligations? The second question, what is the impact on the owner and the renter? Well, understanding the impact for both parties, it's going to help you identify what the next step should be. And it's very easy when something bad has happened to focus on just one party, usually the one that's making the most fuss. It also helps you to articulate to the owner the reasons why you are suggesting a particular course of action. And then the third question, what are the client's options? Well, in every situation, there are going to be options as to which direction you need to go or can go. The answers to the first two questions are going to help you recreate a list of choices the owner has. And guys, there is always going to be more than one choice. Sometimes there are minimal options, um, like if you don't do this, you risk going to jail. But even then, they have those two choices. And you will find with most bad news situations, there are actually going to be minimal options, which can make it both easier and more difficult to discuss with the owner. But regardless of how many things there are, you need to be aware of them so that you can answer the owner's questions or overcome their objections, if you like, because they are going to have them. Number four, what is my recommendation? So what action are you going to suggest the owner takes? And this is key. Our recommendation is why they pay us the big bucks, or at least why they engage a property manager to act on their behalf. They might not like your recommendation, but you still need to make it along with your reasons why. And it's really important to understand that guidance is what your clients are actually looking for from you at this point. And the fifth question to ask yourself is how am I going to deliver this? How are you going to frame the news with the client? What is the script you're going to use? What is the outcome that you're after? And we want you to work out what you're going to say before you pick up the phone. Because it's important to understand that, you know, these critical conversations, whether they're happening face-to-face -face or over the phone, you need to sort of start with the end in mind. And guys, when I mean face-to-face, -face, it can be Zoom or FaceTime. You know, most people are comfortable with, with that approach these days. So that's the first part of my formula. So questions to ask myself. Then the second part of the formula, guidance to provide, well, um, that's made up of really, you know, the the... The delivering the message. Step one is all about preparation and step two is about delivering the message and agreeing on a plan. So basically the guidance builds from the questions 
well rather the answers to the questions that you've asked yourself during part one. And I find the best way to guide a critical conversation is to follow these nine simple steps. So we deliver, we pause, we respond, we pause, we clarify, we pause, and then we confirm. No more pausing required. So the first one, deliver. So when I say deliver, we want you to deliver your message calmly to advise what has happened. Be conscious of your tone and how fast you are speaking. And don't beat around the bush too much. It becomes confusing for the other person. So remember, they don't know what you know yet. And then you pause. And that's to allow them to absorb the information once you've told them what has occurred. So don't try and give them all of the, the you know, what you recommend and all the information at once. You're going to have to pause so that they can absorb this. And then you're going to respond to their questions because most people are going to, I can pretty well guarantee it, are going to say, so what does that mean? Or uh, so what happens next? Which then leads you into the next step. That they're not going to have a lot of initial questions. Those will come later. So we're pausing again to make sure that they're focused on what you are saying, what you're going to say, and that they've finished with their questions. Now, at this point, their mind is really racing, okay? Which is why it's important to pause so that they start to, you know, their, their focus is back on you. Then the next thing is to guide. And by what I mean here is that this is where you provide them with their options and the recommendation you had for them and why. And then you're gonna pause again for their response. And then this is where the further questions will come. Okay, so you might have to do this several times, but you're always guiding them towards your recommended course of action. And then the next step is to clarify the action that you are going to take. So I want you to repeat it back to them. Repeat what you're going to do. Okay, so it's very clear. And again, pause. Now, once again, you're pausing before you say goodbye, even though you've clarified it all, before you say goodbye and hang up, I want you to do this because I know, like, I know there's a lot of pauses going on here, but by pausing, you're allowing the other person time to gather their thoughts. And these are not awkward 10 second kind of pauses, by the way, guys, it, it's just a moment. And that moment allows you to listen and for the client not to feel rushed. Okay. So when we're having critical conversations, what we don't want is for them to feel like they're um, railroaded into making a decision. And then you're going to, after that final pause, you're going to confirm. And of course, you've hung up, but this is where you send them an email confirming what has happened and what action steps you're going to be taking. And also, I want you to include um, some timeframes around that as well, please. That helps make it really clear for them. Remember, they... They're probably going to have to repeat this conversation to their partner, or to their friends. And if they're a little emotional and a little unclear as to what's going to happen, their message to the other party could get a little misconstrued. And this can then cause like, quite a bit of drama around the situation. I think we all know um, what I'm talking about here. You know, the wife or the husband doesn't actually tell all the details and all that kind of thing. So that email, that confirmation email is really important. What action you're taking and the timeframes that um, around that. So experienced property managers, you are probably saying to yourself, this is exactly what I do. But for someone who is newer to the role or perhaps has had some not so pleasant 
kind of experiences in the past and is nervous about having to tell someone something that they know they're not going to enjoy, then this two-part formula will not only give you some structure to follow, but will also help with your confidence. And the client will feel much more comfortable even though the situation is not ideal. Okay, guys, if you got where I was coming from today and are really clean, keen, whoops, clean, keen to lift how you're communicating with your clients, I'm sure we can help you at PM Excite. Not only do we have a great range of templates and resources designed to make you and your team more lovable in your clients' eyes, but we have a great owner newsletter available. It is like nothing else out there. So be sure to check out the PM Club at PM Excite, where all these communication goodies are available to our members. And hopefully, uh, daycare bugs, you know, aside, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks.